Hey everyone, and welcome to the show, The Heart Story. We have Maya Mahoney here with us today as our special guest. She is a lovely planner in the Washington DC area. And I've just seen her shine through so many events and um, such rave reviews of how she makes each client feel. And um, today we're gonna go into the bride and the relationship with the mother and some, just some different advice that we have picked up along our paths and that we can share for everyone today. So, so glad to have you here. I'd love to in, have you introduce yourself and um, share a little bit about your background and your practice and things like that. Sure. Hi, everyone. Thank you, Carolyn, for having me. Um, I'm Maya Mahoney, and I own Honey and Lavender Events, and we are a full-service wide variety event planning company. So we do everything from weddings to personal events to nonprofit events to corporate events. Um, and then we also do fundraising consulting for nonprofits and we also have an e-commerce site. So um, I started this in 2017 as a side hustle and then was able to take it full time in 2020 of July. So, and now here we are. <laughs> um, and I was so uh, fortunate to meet Carolyn along the way. And when you asked me to be um, a guest on your show, I said, of course, would be happy to. Oh, perfect. Thank you so much. And um, my clients are just so happy with you. They feel so taken care of. And when I thought of like bringing this topic of mothers up, I connected with you because it seems like you have a very nurturing mother type energy that you're bringing to my clients. So I've been doing the hair makeup this is kind of a hybrid business of hair, makeup, and coaching kind of things together. But where I'm meeting Maya's clients is where I'm doing hair, makeup, professionally for them, or my company is doing hair, makeup, professionally. And then it's just this beautiful mothering um, essence that you bring. Oh, well, thank you. Um, uh, I guess, you know, I've been told that I do have a nurturing sense. I've had that uh, since I was a young child. And I think that also goes with just wanting to be the host, wanting to take care of everyone and make people feel welcome. Um, uh, I also bring a lot of the fact that I'm a mother, so I have two little ones. So it's nice to be able to bring that perspective to my clients. Um, and one of the reasons why I love doing what I do is I'm a very relational person. Building relationships has always been important to me in a professional sense, but as well as a personal sense. And um, I just really love full service wedding planning um, in particular, because typically you're with a client for a year or sometimes more than, a, more than a year and you get to know them really well. You get to know what they like, what you know they're anxious about, just you just really get to know them and really connect with them. Um, and that's really important to me. So. Um, yes, I just, I want them to know that I'm taking care of them, I'm advocating for them, and I just really like being able to relate to my clients um, as best I can. Perfect. What do you see as common themes coming through with like the bride and the relationship with her mother? Well, I would say for, on my, based on my clients that I've had the privilege of serving, honestly, across the board, they've been really strong, healthy relationships. Um, you know, I think it, it does vary across, you know, 
how involved mothers are. I have some clients whose mothers are involved in everything. You know, they join all the meetings. They want to know exactly what's going on because that's their relationship with their daughter and they want to be supportive. Um, and then I've also had mothers that introduce themselves to me very early on and say, I am happy to be of as much of assistance as I can to you and the bride. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to sit back and unless I'm asked to do anything, um, I'm just going to let you and, you know, the bride handle things. So I think it's very personal because it, you know, all relationships are. So I think it really is a testament and indicative of the relationship that a mother has with the daughter. Um, and then of course, what gets interesting is when you throw in <laughs> their fiance, of course, because, you know, um, sometimes it's three people as opposed to two people that you're working with. So it can be very, um, very interesting, but in the grand scheme of things, you know, it's, it's been pretty good in terms of seeing just how supportive mothers and daughters uh, are towards each other at this very important time. Right. Yeah, that's lovely. I love to hear that. And definitely it can be either way, like they're definitely hands-on with the whole process or just trusting that everything's going to kind of come together with the vision. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. With makeup and hair, I find that sometimes it's like a need for approval. You know, that's something that can kind of come in, depending on how the relationship is with the mother. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, some mothers are like, every single, every single thing that you do is perfect. <laughs> You're an angel. It's like, you know, you can just feel the love gushing and the other mothers can be like, I don't know. I don't, I don't like that, you know? <laughs> and then the daughter's kind of left in this space. Like, do I honor myself? Do I do what my mom wants? Do I do what my fiance wants mm -hmm. or my friends want? Like what kind of advice could you give to this place of uncertainty or like seeking outside validation? Sure. And again, I know a lot of is, a lot is involved, a lot of personalities, financials, who's taking care of yeah. that type of thing. But what I always tell my brides and even my grooms sometimes when they will have questions for me based on similarities, not yeah. necessarily hair and makeup, but yeah. I say, honestly, this is your day. Not only is this your day, this is your and your fiance's day. And at the end of the day, it's what you two want. You guys are starting a chapter of your life. And yes, your close family and friends will have a part in that, but ultimately it's about the two of you. So when you're making choices, well, whether it's hair or makeup or anything else, don't compare yourself to anyone. Don't feel as if you have to please anyone. This is your day. This is probably one of the few <laughs> instances and experiences will, where it will truly be all about you. And so you just need to, yeah, just kind of soak, soak in it, soak it in and right. enjoy it and just, you know, let all the outside noise kind of disappear. Right. I love that. So what I'm seeing is like, you're almost saying like put blinders on and yes. focus on yourself and what really makes you happy. Yes. And don't worry about all the other little pieces at that point. Yeah, because you'll drive yourself crazy. And I always say that. I say, you know, I, and I have one of my favorite lines that I, I hope my clients like that I use with them is, I'm going to be very candid here. <laughs> and that's what I say is ultimately it's about the two of you. And if you 
busy yourself or distract yourself with outside noise, you're going to make yourself crazy and you're not going to enjoy this truly amazing experience. Um, because yes, it is stressful. I absolutely get it. I think alleviating stress is very helpful in the sense of you hire a vendor team, hair, makeup, planner, XYZ to help with the logistics. But um, it should be a fun time. It should be a time where you're just focusing on each other and the future that you all are planning. And yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't worry about the little things. Because right. at the end of the day, and I know this is maybe controversial coming from a planner, um, at the end of the day, you're only going to remember years later that you got married. <laughs> you're not going to worry about the wrong blush you chose. You're not going to worry about the different arrangement that you decided to go with, you know, things like that. It's just, it's like focus on the bigger picture is what I always say. I love that. You know, especially with hair and makeup, you know exactly what you want to see. I'm sure it's like that with flowers too, with your dress, with the table setup, And like it brings, the wedding time brings out the bride's inner perfectionist. Could also bring yes. out the mother's inner perfectionist, you know? And what do you have, what would your advice be around this? Because it is a natural instinctive part, mm -hmm. you know, some brides are like, okay, whatever, go with the flow If everything falls apart. We still love each other. I would say on my experience, that's kind of rare versus I really want it this way, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, and, and again, no matter what size budget, what size wedding a client wants, I always start the process and the journey of planning by asking them, asking the couple. And then sometimes, you know, they may say, hey, mom or hey, dad, what are your priorities? But typically it's the couple. What are your top three to five priorities for your wedding? And that's what we'll focus on. And I will say nine times out of 10, people will say they want good food, they want guests to have an amazing experience and they want great music. So that's how we prioritize because no matter the size of a budget, you still have to prioritize. You're never going to do all of the things or you're going to make yourself crazy. So I kind of bring the focus in at the very beginning. And then when people are spiraling or comparing or getting, you know, that perfectionism, I say, you know what, let's go back to your core priorities. How do we feel about the priorities? Oh my, we feel great. That's fabulous. You know, we figured that out a long time ago. Then that's all you need to care. That's all you need to worry about. Everything else will come together. And then I also remind brides as well as mothers of the bride that guests aren't going to know what was planned, what was not, what right. was scrapped at the last minute. No one knows. And so it's only if you're your you're your own enemy in some at some times. And so I just say, just keep that in mind. You know, you need to manage expectations, focus on your priorities, and just know that no one else is going to know that um, we change things. And we, usually when I say those three things, they come back and they say, you know, you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, you know, let's move on. So I think it's, it's, it's realigning. It's coming back to the priorities. And it's all honestly just having everyone take a breath because I get it. I mean, you know, I have brides and grooms um, come to me every week. My, I went to this wedding and oh my gosh, I saw this and I want to do this now, but I can't, we can't fit in the budget and what are we going to do? And so it's always, you know, bringing them back to the core priority and uh, core priorities and then just having them take a breath and 
generally like after a few days, you know, I don't even care what that, (laughs) what I saw at that wedding. I was just in the moment. So it's just being reflective and just taking time and yeah, just having a little, (laughs) having a little breather, if you will. I love that. Um, so I'm sure it is like whenever I go to a beautiful wedding, I'm like, oh, everyone's all in sequence or, oh my God, this is so gorgeous. And it makes you kind of reframe to what you just saw, but really staying with your original vision. So I love how you reframe on that mm-hmm. and um, help them see what's most important to them. And then I imagine that you're absolutely right within two to three days, what they saw kind of fades off and they're like, okay. this is going to be beautiful happens all the time (laughs) and then you know on the rarity that a champagne tower that they saw in another wedding it's still staying in their minds then you know as a little as, as a little surprise like I like to call it you know I might you know go back to our budget plan and see if I can fit that in there just you know but usually they're passing they're passing trends and if it stays for a month or two then I think okay well you know what maybe this is something that's actually important and if we can make it work I'd love to be able to surprise them with it at the end oh I love that so you kind of help rework things to maybe fit it in yeah that's great I love how you also stated like they you you can be your own worst enemy Mm -hmm. and I found this recently I've learned this like if you focus on anything and good or bad it's going to magnify, you know? Mm -hmm. So if one little thing's not going right, which I'm sure will probably happen in a big year long planning process, Mm -hmm. you get hyper-focused on it and it's growing and growing and growing. And like, you kind of become obsessed with it and it consumes you. But if you like click the dial and realize you can focus on anything at that moment. Mm -hmm. And then whatever you focus on next is also going to magnify Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I've been doing recently. And then coming back to the original challenge with a whole new fresh perspective and less charge towards it. Mm-hmm. So it kind of unleashes all the stressful energy, you know? Yep. And I mean, to this, to your point there, and again, it depends client yeah. or client. Um, and again, I think you, as a planner, as a professional, no matter what your industry is, you have to know know when to move forward with this and also know when it might be a waste of time. Um, You know, I've had some brides focus on just things generally that in my mind, it's just silly to get so worked up about because A, no one else is going to care about that. Um, in the grand scheme of things, it's not a big deal. Um, but yet they just get fixated on it. So no matter how much I share my perspective and experiences with other clients, or no matter how much, you know, their parents say, you know what, it really doesn't matter. You know, the more, the more you try to do to this, the more attention you're going to bring to it. You just... I've also found that you just have to show them. So what I mean by that is I had a bride that was really fixating on this minute detail of a reception. And so we were finding literally 10 different ways to conceal something. And I knew, and you know, just all the experience I have, I knew ultimately she would see <laughs> what I was saying, but my words weren't doing enough. So I had to show her. So I did research. I told her, you know, I showed that 
to you know conceal this one little thing would cost thousands of dollars and actually once we added twinkle lights to it or flowers to it it would bring more attention and finally <laughs> after months she came around and said okay I, I, I totally get it now. Yes, let's move on. Now, granted, I know you can't do that all the time with all the things. You never get anything done. But sometimes it's also, it goes back to knowing your client and developing that relationship with your client. And I just knew that this particular bride needed to see actual visuals. Um, and so I think it's also, you know, very important just, yeah, to read your clients and, um, you know, not feed the beast. <laughs> so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And, you know, I can see myself too. Like when I got married, I changed my hair five times and that to me on the professional side, I'd be like, wow, you know, she really couldn't make up her mind. I felt the same way. So I totally get it, you know, and in the earlier part of the day, I wanted my hair to look like this. And then later I wanted my hair to look like this. And I kept messing with it throughout the whole day. Um, so from, from having that experience of my own wedding and I did my own makeup with my styles very natural you know in general my bridal makeup style is very natural but on my wedding day I decided to do a lot more makeup than I normally did mm -hmm. even hilariously knowing that I might not like it but I'm like let me contour everything let me just and then when I got down my makeup on my wedding day I was like this is too much you know <laughs> And which is just so ironic for being known for yeah. the natural makeup style, you know? Well, I also think, and maybe it's just the energy that yeah. I project, but I also think opposites attract. And I have always been a very decisive person. You know, show me three things I can choose what I like. I never, I never ponder, I never make, um, you know, take long to make decisions. I just, somehow I just have I know what I want. Right. And so most of my brides, their, their first thing is my, I can't make a decision to save my life. So I need you to help me make a decision. Right. Um, so it's nice that my clients understand, and it's not even a weakness, but understand that part of their personality and then recognize that it would be helpful to have someone that's not <laughs> like them moving them forward. And, you know, I always say this and, you know, I do feel as if I bring a really unique perspective to this process because I don't have a dog in the fight. Like, obviously, yes, I want it to be a beautiful, visually and meaningful event for my clients. Right. But, you know, I've just seen it all basically. And I can offer non-biased, sure. you know, opinions and non-biased suggestions. And sometimes, I mean, sometimes I do not side, I don't want to say side, but say it's, you know, between, you know, a bride and a groom in this instance, and the bride is saying something, the groom is saying something, and they say, Maya, you know, this is where we need your help. We need you to help us make a decision. There have been times when I take the bride's perspective because it makes more sense. And there are times when I take the groom's perspective because it makes more sense. And, you know, usually it's all well and good and they, you know, the other party accepts that, but sometimes it's more talking it through. And so I just feel as if, you know, you know, wedding planning in general is just so personal yeah. that, um, I mean, it's a joke, but it's not, it, it is true is there's some therapy involved, you know, there are definitely a lot of 
a lot of feelings, <laughs> a lot of um, opinions. And, you know, as a planner, you're kind of thrown into this mediator right. advisor role, um, which, yes, I mean, I think it can be it can be stressful and you definitely have to have boundaries, but that's honestly why, why I like it is again, right. it goes back to the whole relational aspect. Right. So you're helping them strengthen their communication, work through issues, you know, and I'm sure like, it's like, I study relationships really heavily too. And it's like, everybody has the same kind of core issues they're running with. And it's usually there's some sort of communication issue. Somebody's not being heard. There's usually, I'm finding even like, somebody's like got an, I'm not important trigger, some hidden down the line, you know? Yeah. And that could also be reflected in the family dynamic. Um, so little things that they might be saying, this is really, really important to me. It's really like, I wanna be seen that I'm really important. Like I need you to make me feel like I'm really important here, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I experienced that a lot with makeup and hair. And I think that by doing makeup and hair for like 20 years, it had me do so much work on the inside, mm-hmm. you know, helping people really do like the inner beauty aspect. And on the wedding days or even leading up to it, I can just, you can really get a vibe for how can a um, couple communicates with each other. And when they're really compassionate and interested in hearing the other person's feelings or perspectives, even if they totally disagree, mm-hmm. which in any relationship, that's half the time, you know, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent, but just so they can say like, I hear you, your feelings are important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other person can feel heard mm-hmm. makes such a big difference. It does. It does. And again, you know, With this type of event, there are just so many important people. Obviously, it's the two people getting married, but you have their parents, you have their siblings if they have siblings, and you're blending a family. And so it's all exciting and new, but it's also scary and daunting. And, you know, roles are being slightly changed just in the sense of, you know, daddy's little girl is growing up or, you know, mom, you know, mom's losing her best friend or, um, you know, so it's, yes, to your point, it's, there's just a lot of different emotions going around. And um, one thing that I will say is, you know, because this, you know, going back to the mother daughter um, connection is I will say all of my brides have been really intentional and really considerate in how they want their mother especially to feel important and so how they choose to do this is very different so you know it could be as simple as i know my mom wants her and i to have special photos just the two of us so she can frame them and put them in her house or my mom you know when she got married they she and my dad had no money and so they had just they had to do a potluck wedding and so she just always wanted beautiful flowers and she was unable they were unable to do that so i want to present my mom with a beautiful bouquet that she can walk down the aisle with so she has that or you know just very thoughtful things um and in turn the mothers also do this for their daughters so it's really 
it's really um, special to see that dynamic just because my mother and I were so um, close and, you know, I, I, I only hope that Ava and I will continue that tradition, but um, yeah, I mean, it's very, it's very special to see these bonds um, and just these relationships entering a new chapter of life. Right. And yeah, I didn't even think of that, that it's a role change for the parents as well. I knew it would be a role change for the couple, mm -hmm. but the parents, it could be like a sense of grief because they're losing that old role, even though it is celebration, it could all kind of be tied together there. That's very interesting. Great perspective. And, you know, like just the emotional change, but, you know, some, some couples may move away, you know, they may... At, while they were dating, they might have lived, you know, within 10 minutes of a set of parents. And then once they get married, they move elsewhere because of a job or to start their life. So it's not just the emotional aspect, but geographic change is happening. And so it's, yeah, it's, it's bittersweet. I mean, that, I think that's just the best word to describe it for parents, especially is it's bittersweet. Obviously they are thrilled that their child has found the person that they want to spend the rest of their life with. But it's also just that right. acknowledgement that, wow, they're an adult or they're, they're starting a, you know, a new family, so to speak. So um, you can understand why people get so emotional. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then it's um, blending in the whole other side of the family into this new part of the family, you know? And I, I know that that sometimes happens a lot faster in some families versus other families, you know? Yeah, I, I would say, and it's interesting. And again, I get it. Yeah. Geography, COVID, it is interesting. It's like, I and I want to say it's probably split evenly is I have couples that um, their families have done holidays together and vacations together, you know, pretty close to the time when they started dating. And then I have other couples that say, my, this is the first time that they're meeting. <laughs> so get ready. <laughs> and it all ends up being fine and lovely just because I think for the most part, I think parents take the cues from their children. Um, right. And that's also something that I've witnessed even you know, with, my, with the relationship with my mother is, you know, and this is definitely a little bit touchier, but you know, you sometimes have brides and mothers that obviously love each other and think the world right. of each other, but just their personalities clash. So the second they get in a room, you can just see that they're both tensing up and because everyone else is tensing up because they're tensing up, everyone else is tensing up. And so then you kind of have to just know to read the room and figure out how to lessen the tension. Is it you know, making somehow making the bride laugh? Is it making the mother feel as if she's being heard <laughs> and her opinion is being taken into consideration? Um, so it's all that navigating, which right. is very interesting. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I like to try to have like the mom ha also have a prime hair and makeup spot, which yes. I think that helps a lot. Like really thought out like especially if it's like a large group of 10 people or so it can be kind of scattered but maybe the bride goes like before the mom or at the same time as the bride with another artist or something like that I like to be a little thoughtful in the beauty placement for the mom as well yes that is, and I actually was going to ask you if you thought that because you know and I'm sure you do this with other planners you know when we're building out the timeline it's always okay these are how many people need hair and makeup what's the time slots 
And, you know, I did, I did wonder if makeup artists thought about where they intentionally put the mother just for the exact reason um, you mentioned. And I, I assume so, but I'm just glad to know that that is thought of because, you know, it's something small, but it's meaningful. And yeah. I've seen it go all different ways. Like sometimes the mom wants the mom or the mother of the groom, they can kind of go together because sometimes there's tension with either, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I feel like it's usually like the I'm not important trigger when somebody's vibration mm-hmm. or, um, you know, some sort of resentment or something that could be brewing underneath the surface. So sometimes I'll see it where the mothers go first Mm-hmm. And then they kind of go to their own room or they're busy themselves with many other activities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it's really beautiful when a relationship's really close and then they're doing it at the same time or, you know, like the mother's a part of the process and, you know, the bride's like, mom, what do you think? And the mom's like, oh, you look so beautiful. That's such a, a beautiful moment that I get to experience. For sure. You know, For sure. this part, just hearing the just seeing the mom look at the bride with such loving eyes and, you know, the bride's tearing up and everything's kind of coming to a head in this particular moment. Yes. And then something else just came to my mind and, you know, I, you know, not again, not picking sides, but, and I just kind of go back to my relationship with my mother and um, when I got married. So I knew you know, my parents, when they got married, they didn't have a lot of money. So they had to pop up wedding. And um, throughout my wedding process, I realized that I was very surprised because my mom actually was not, I wanted a traditional wedding. My mom was not that way, but you know, during my planning process, things started coming out where I knew if she had had the money to do it when she got married, she probably would have done this. So she what she had a real strong opinion about my bridesmaids wearing short dresses versus long gowns. Um, she had another strong opinion about not having cupcakes for the dessert, but she wanted it. She wanted me to have a traditional cake. Um, there was one other thing I can't remember, but I had the emotional intelligence to know that or to to understand, because to understand, you know, if I just gave this, not gave this to my mom, but if I just kind of let her have it, because I didn't feel strongly about cupcakes or long, you know, gowns, but I just knew that that would make her happy. And I understood that, yes, the wedding was about me and my fiance now husband, but it was also about everyone that loves us and supports us. So what I, I guess the whole point of this, this story is just for brides to what's a nice place for brides to kind of step away from it being all about them and understanding that it is a special time for their mother and if there are things that they can concede on that ultimately don't make a huge difference or they don't really have an opinion about anyway let let the mothers have it like pick and choose your battles I guess is my point um yeah and so, like you didn't even care about the dress length yeah you know yeah. yeah like if you had like a vision of everyone in tea length <laughs> that would be one thing but since you weren't married to that vision yeah. then you know because I mean brides will come to me and say Mom, you know Maya 
my mom really wants this and I just don't know. And my first question is, well, do you, do you don't know or do you not care? Right. And if it's, I don't care. And I said, well, if you don't care, but you know your mom for whatever reason it is, is holding strong to this, what's, what's, what's the harm? And then usually right. they'll sit back and I'll say, you know what, Maya, you're absolutely right. And then kind of move on. So it's just, I guess it's just, again, kind of going back to what I said earlier is taking a step back, breathing, and just kind of going back to your priorities. <laughs> right. Yeah, I can totally see that. I love that. I love how you framed all of that. And um, so while you're saying like, this is a really special day for the mom as well, that might get lost. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. And the bride hears from the time she's very little, like this day is all about you. And you're almost like ingrained with that yeah. thought process. Yeah. So to separate the two into, yes, that's true, but this is also true. These are equally important people and you know, it's a huge perspective, yep. perspective shift. shift. Yep. Mm -hmm. For sure. Lovely. Well, is there anything else you'd like to share um, how to connect all of these pieces or any advice for moms on the wedding day, brides on the wedding day? No, I would just say that again, I feel truly privileged to be able to do this work and really be able to connect with my clients on this personal of a level. Um, and I just think, you know, just because this is the topic for today, you know, mothers and daughters just have such special bonds. You know, I actually don't like the stereotype where, you know, it's dads and daughters, mothers and sons, mothers are always fighting with daughters. And I just, I think that's not true. I mean, sure, you right. have different, different chapters in your life and, right. you know, relationships ebb and flow. But honestly, from my personal experience, but from what I've seen in my line of work, the bonds that mothers and daughters have is just so unique, so strong, and just so special um, and so supportive. So, um, you know, just for future brides and mothers, I just say, you know, relish, relish this time um, and just, you know, yeah, reflect on your relationship with each other <coughs> and find ways to honor each other in the whole marriage process. I mean, and again, it doesn't have to be something big because yes, it is about <laughs> the two people choosing to get married, but it's also about, you know, acknowledging the, the, the people in your life, um, especially the person in your life that's known you from day one. <laughs> exactly. I love that. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for sharing all that. It was very beautiful. Thank you. I think it was healing to my own um, mothering relationship, you know, <laughs> just yeah. hearing all the connection that you're um, proposing and that you help kind of hold together for the mother and daughter dynamic with your own experience as well. Yeah, it's definitely very special. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Well, thank you so much for this beautiful interview. And um, we will have Maya's website underneath of this interview in case you're looking for planning services or if you have any additional questions. And uh, thank you so much, everyone. Have a beautiful day. Bye. Bye.